Remember we were talking uh, before the holiday about what a pack rat I am, I collect things, things I don't really even have an interest in. Mm-hmm. I just like to possess different items. Sure. And I got storage units all over the country, and I think there's some stuff. I'm still convinced you've just thrown it away, right? Uh, there's absolutely stuff that I have <laughs> thrown away, but nothing that I thought of. Any and this is just the stuff I have now. This is not even things I collected when I was a kid. Oh, no, you have a whole room full of that that your mother doesn't even attempt to attach. So You know what I realized? I, I probably still got somewhere up in the attic. Or mm. I used to collect uh, model cars. Oh, you ever, really? You ever get into that? No, I'm a girl. No. Well, what do you mean? What is that supposed to mean? I mean... Well, women can't do model cars? Of course they can. How dare you? Of course they can. But as a little girl, I wasn't like, oh, I'd like to collect model cars. <laughs> no, I had Barbies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was interested in the, you know, the the chrome, you know, the hot rods, that sort of stuff. Okay. And it's a... Uh, I'm really not patient, so it's kind of a discipline to use the glue and to put together Wait, the like cars. like you used to put together model cars? Yeah. Yeah. I cannot picture you doing that. And they're at made all. of plastic. I mean, some people I think do metal, and you know, like the same people like the trains. You know, like Joe's right. into the Lionel trains. Right. It's not like that. I'm talking about the plastic. You make like a little uh, GTO or yeah. a Mustang, that kind of thing. No, I've seen those at the store. I, I just I got at notice. least four or five boxes of them. I, I unless my mother threw them away, they'd be at the old house. I don't know. Wow, but I was very into that for a brief period. I didn't know this about you. There you go. Um, here's the reason I bring all of this up is because I admit I'm a pack rat and I admit that I kind of flit around from hobby to hobby to hobby. Mm-hmm. We have not one, not two, not three, six little plastic baggies, little Ziploc bags <laughs> full of pop top cans. Yeah. Or the, what do you call these things? They're the little, the can pop tops. Yeah, the yeah. You put it on the cans. So we used to open. Well, you don't put it on the can. It well, comes with the can. Right, right. To open a can of soda, a can of uh, seltzer, a, uh, a beer. Right. <laughs> And Grayson uh, started collecting these. Yeah. And why is this? Because one of his little buddies collects them, and he wanted to be like his buddy, so he's doing the same deal, right? One of his friends over the summer came over, and he was collecting them, and he wanted to get different colors, and he had a necklace where he was putting them on there. And so every time anyone had, especially White Claws, because they have colored He's making a bottle cap or a a bottle tab necklace. His friend does crafts with them, so he's hoping to collect enough to make a whole table just of that. So now Grayson... Wants to do the same thing. So I have been slowly but surely collecting different tops. And I've been getting different flavors of White Claw so that he can have the different colors of tabs. Oh, that's the reason. Okay, sure. You're just you're just doing your part as a mom I'm to encourage your child's hobby. Mom yeah. here. Not yes. that you're, you, you don't want to drink the one, but you know. <laughs> this is another thing I used to collect for a while is we go to uh, McDonald's and I get the Happy Meal. Oh, the toys? Yeah, I'd want the toys from mm-hmm. the hottest movie that was out. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure my uh, grandfather had a real hard time eating uh, french fries every other day. <laughs> I guess we'll go. <laughs> yeah, He's th- like, hey, you didn't get the Ghostbuster toy yet, did you? There Let's ju- go. There are just some sacrifices that you have to make as a parent, like going to McDonald's or drinking the White Claw so that you can make your kids happy. <laughs> yeah, okay. But we get six bags of them on the uh, kitchen countertop. Uh-huh. And at some point, I think he's got enough. Because I'm going to be honest, it's creative, uh-huh. but it's a goofy hobby that he's going to be over if he's not over it already. Okay? You're- Have we confirmed, by the way, that he even cares now? Because no. my guess is he forgot that we were doing this in I July. Know. Okay? I know. I don't know. I don't know if he actually cares anymore, but I've still continued to do it. But he doesn't have a full storage unit full of them yet. So. you got the delivery truck pulling up to the house with the white claw. <laughs> Bring him right here. It's for my son. Okay? It's for my son. <laughs> 
Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss, 99.7 FM, South Jersey, anywhere on the free Boss app, 1071theboss.com. Hello, here we are after a holiday weekend. I know mm-hmm. it's tough to pry yourself up out of bed, splash that cold water on your face, get the coffee down your throat, get ready to go. But we're in a back-to-business Tuesday. It is September the 6th. 2022. Certainly hope you had a fabulous holiday weekend, even mm-hmm. if you had to work over the weekend. We did, matter of fact. Yes. We were out over the weekend uh, live at uh, Monmouth Park. If you had to work, that's okay. It's still special to have a long weekend. So yeah, hopefully absolutely. you were able to enjoy it, get some sunshine, spend some time with some friends and all that business. So back to business Tuesday. And we got a lot going on today. There's a new special on Fox tonight from TMZ. And we got the guy that runs TMZ, started the whole deal, and he's the host of the show on Fox tonight, Harvey Levin, talking about what really happened to Michael Jackson. So interesting. And it's a fast, even if you're not a Michael Jackson fan, which I'm not, by the way. No. It's kind of a crazy story. He's, uh, I, I'm going to mention this to him. I think they've got some of the best investigative reporting in the business. And they don't do politics. They don't do hard news. They just investigate celebrities and famous people. I'd say the people they get to open up and talk and the stuff they find out is amazing. They do a great job. Yeah. I'm really yeah. I'm really impressed with the TMZ people. No, me people. too. I, I got to tell you. TMZ, the, both the website and their little show that they do, they're very thorough and they, yep. they, they know what they're doing. So it is really, really interesting. It's not only a Tuesday. It's a Tasty Tuesday. So we'll go inside the food file mm-hmm. later on this hour. We got the Fast Five. Check the birthday file, the community bulletin board course. A fresh, he said. She said. Ready to go, Seven fifty this morning. We've stacked up some uh, mom confessions from over the weekend. Thank yes. you for sending those in. We'll do that seven twenty nine twenty. Uh, now I was just talking about the kids. One of the things that's fun for me about uh, somewhat later in my life becoming a stepdad <laughs> is that you get to keep on top of trends. And I'll tell you what, people talk a lot about the millennials. Yeah, but the kids younger than that, especially Grayson, who's only six. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have never known a, wor- a world where there isn't Wi Fi everywhere, right? And all these apps and the pad. It's it's one thing to have grown up and now you're thirty. And, you know, you remember cell phones and the internet always being there. Yeah. But this is a whole different deal. I mean, it they is. really, they speak a different language. They they almost think differently than the rest of us. No, they absolutely think differently. And when he has a kid in however many years, I mean, it's gonna, they're going to come out robot. Is it'll what be, I, yeah, it'll you know be what interesting I mean? to see. Like the, the Jetsons are here in a way. It's kind of, <laughs> at least to me, it's kind of a crazy thing because I, you know, I grew up with the bunny ears and all of that sort of stuff, sure. you know, because everything was just the same for so long. Mm-hmm. And now all this changed over the last couple of years. So it's funny for me to hear how kids talk and and again, it's only a couple of years. What is it? Four, five years between them. And Lola is is even closer to us than he is because he's even more tech than she is in a way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He, I mean, he can get on any iPad, any phone. He knows exactly how to I go mean, to an app I mean, he was like two store, and he knew like, how to, before he was really speaking full sentences, he knew every facet of, you know, how to yes. go in settings and change the Wi-Fi password. Yes. It was insane. Yeah, it's insane. true. It's really true. But she, uh, especially now getting very close to being, well, she's a preteen, you know, getting close to being a high schooler. school, yep. Just she's, to- she's really in touch with all the lingo, the little phrases that they mm-hmm, all say. Mm-hmm. And so I, I get a kick out of sometimes hearing one of these come up and I try and file it away to kind of, you know, try and keep on top. Like we heard about the TikTok thing way before I started hearing about it in the news. Oh, yeah. She, she's she been on TikTok for almost three years now, which is crazy to me that it, I mean, I've... I've known about it forever. Yeah. I had no idea. She's like, this is going to, everybody's on TikTok, Mount. I'm like, nobody's on TikTok. And now look, everybody's on TikTok. I said that. I said, this is a fad. It's not going to, I yeah. was wrong, right? Because I thought it was so it. dumb, to be honest with it you. It is dumb. Because it's, yeah. It's, it's still dumb. These little video clips. Last summer, I remember she kept saying, uh, I'd be like, hey, uh, you want me to make you some, I don't know, some popcorn or something? And she goes, oh, that'd be Gucci. Oh, yeah. Which is a way of saying, I guess it's good or it's cool. Bussin. Or, that yeah. was another one. What's Buss- that? Bussin. Bussin? Say, that's a, it's Bussin. But I was going to say with the Gucci thing, I heard one of the 
I don't know, one of these pop stars on the, the music awards the other night, and they say, oh, it's Gucci. So this is a thing people say. Well, the latest one is, man, that is just so sus. Sus. And this I, is the new one. And I got that. I said, okay, it means suspect. It means this is yeah, you know, this, this is a little sketchy. Right, This, this exactly. is not adding up. That makes sense, okay? Yes. And I don't know why, but that cracked me up. And then you said it on the air. I was trying to be funny, and you didn't necessarily catch what I was doing. I didn't doing. catch it, but I appreciate that you're trying to keep us hip and, and yeah, hot. Yeah, I did. And so I, said, I, I just get such a... I've started saying it all the time. All the time. And like, just made a joke out of it. You, I, I, So I told Lola that you were doing this. I said, Lola, I understand that like we're not cool, and I get that. But Robbie's attempting to be cool, and he's making me crazy because he keeps saying sus. Well, she. Uh, by the way, she. I know she's just kidding, and I. And it's okay because I do love her. But she'll, you know, be like, "Well, that's because Robbie's old," and she'll go, "Yeah, I know." Yeah, <laughs> like she makes no bones about the fact that she knows just how uncool I am. Well, I'm texting her because she's at. She was at orientation at school, right? And she said, "Record him saying it secretly." I gotta hear him say it. I said, oh "Okay, I'll try." So we were in the studio after the show the other day, and I recorded you for like. 20 minutes. Well, get to the I point got, uh, that I, I kind of forgot that I was saying it all the time. Right, you know? right. So I got a couple clips and I sent them to you and she just busted out well, laughing. Because I don't really remember what I said. Oh, I'm singing. That's right. Dirty. Very sus. And then, here we go. What did you say? I said you're very sus. <laughs> you gotta stop. <laughs> You're very sus. I feel like she's playing this for all the little friends. Oh my god! Making fun of sure, her. She's going to make a TikTok. What out a of goon it. I am! I'm sure she's like, I need a couple more. That's what she wants to do is make oh, a, a, a little TikTok montage. Of you. <laughs> Isn't that great? Well, hey, listen. If this is how I go viral, you're very sus. I'm all okay. <laughs> you're very very sus. <laughs> Just so you know. I'll be on uh, The View with Whoopi discussing this with Whoopi and Joy Behar about how sus I am. <laughs> Here he is. He's the radio DJ stepdad that's gone viral for his overuse of the word sus. Ridiculous. I'll do it. I'll be that guy. <laughs> you know, the best part of that is how it underlines the point how uncool I am is that I was singing along in my, to Jay and the Americans. <laughs> See, you're that's, sus. That's fantastic. Uh-huh. Catching up. From the weekend, thank you for sending these in. Robbie and Rochelle on the morning page, 1071theboss.com. You can always text anytime. Text Connect, always open. 774-4444. It's like a Speedway gas station, you know? It's always open. It's true. <laughs> true. Uh, or, I don't know why that made me laugh, but it did. <laughs> or you can go to Facebook, also always open. That would have yeah. been the better example. Just send us a little direct message right there. If you're a business, a community organization, uh, trying to do some good, we like to share them right here. Shine the spotlight on good deeds, things to better our local communities. Every morning here on the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Asbury Fest is happening September 23rd through the 25th. Fifth Avenue across from the Convention Hall. Food, crafts, local businesses, great music, good times. I know there's going to be somebody saying, I bet Bruce is coming. <laughs> well, it is Someone Asbury. always thinks Bruce is going to show up yeah. if there's an event in Asbury. So uh-huh. we'll see. Asburyparkchamber.com for the info. First Responders Night's happening at Jenks Friday night. Unlimited free rides from 5 to 11, plus half-price admission at the Aquarium, Mini Golf 2, Jenkinsons.com for all the info. Happy local summer. Yeah. Ninth Annual Manasquan Bank Community Day, next Saturday the 17th, 1.30 to 3.30. Family-friendly event, completely free to the public. Wide range of attractions, including carnival games, arts and crafts, amusements, food, and refreshments. You can check out our website under Community Events, 1071theboss.com. Click Station Events right there. 
Ross is going to be out Point Pleasant Beach mm-hmm. for their big uh, seafood day, right? Ooh, that's fun. What is yeah. it, Seafest? Seafest. Seafest uh, this upcoming Saturday. So get the info there, 1071theboss.com. And last chance at Boss Summer Shirts while they last. Mm-hmm. Here's a couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning. Hey, Rodney, how you doing? I'm doing great. By the way, uh, happy birthday. I understand you celebrate your birthday <laughs> over the, uh, the past weekend here. You know that. <laughs> I did a little wiki search on you. I, I kind of TMZ'd you a little bit. Oh, God. <laughs> well, Harvey, uh, congrats. You got a, a brand new uh, special out that premieres tonight. TMZ investigates who really killed Michael Jackson. It'll be on Fox. It's uh, 8 o'clock Eastern uh, right here on Fox 5 in this area. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, what is it? 11, 12 years now since uh, we lost Michael and there are still questions and people are, are still talking about this. Is it 13 years? Yeah. Why do you think that is? Why do you think people are so fascinated by this still? Why are there so many questions still? Well, you know, it's interesting. I, I'm not sure people had questions because I think I, I think a lot of people just believed, look, Conrad Murray was at Michael Jackson's bedside when he died. Right. He was arrested. He was charged. He was tried. He was convicted, sentenced. He served time. And everybody kind of thinks, okay, well, that's the story. It is so not the story. It is so not the story. This is really sad. Michael Jackson was a drug addict for 25 years before he died. He was a drug addict. It wasn't his fault. In 1984, he got really badly burned uh, in a shooting a Pepsi commercial. Right. And doctors gave him opioids for the pain, which is fine. But they never got him off it. And a lot of them didn't get him off it because they wanted to be around him. So they fueled his addiction. And they maintained it, and they connived with him to, you know, graduate to more powerful opioids, to Demerol and morphine and anesthesia like propofol. And he was getting this in Beverly Hills and New York and Miami and Vegas and really all over the world years before Conrad Murray came into the picture. Conrad Murray was in the picture for a couple of months, and that was it. And when you hear what doctors were doing with Michael and the road he was on to death. Um, even the lead detective in the case um, tells us it's really unfair to lay all this blame in Murray's doorstep because there were so many other people involved who just have never had a reckoning. And that's the detective who arrested Conrad Murray. Right. It's just so uh, crazy how you have someone who's got the world as his oyster with all the money and all the all the everything like Michael, just one of the biggest stars ever. And yet behind the scenes, it's so sad and it's so dark. It's just uh, it's amazing how that is the case with so many celebrities. And celebrities are especially vulnerable to this, especially celebrities who have addiction issues, because there are a lot of doctors who just want to cozy up to these celebrities. And one of them one of the main offenders that we get into in great detail is a guy named Arnie Klein, who's a dermatologist in Beverly Hills. Michael went to his office every single day for months leading up to his death. And Arnie Klein would shoot him up with Demerol three hours at a time, huge doses. And, and Arnie Klein viewed Michael as his best friend. You know, he would go to Christmas with him, <laughs> vacations. So Arnie got what he wanted out of it, and what Michael got out of it was Arnie would give him anything he wanted. So Arnie Klein was Michael's Dr. Feelgood. And and beyond that, you know, one of the people that we talked to in the show who's never spoken before is Debbie Rowe. Debbie Rowe was Michael's ex-wife and the mother of two of his kids. Yep. And Debbie... 
Debbie worked for Arnie Klein for 27 years in his office. And that's how she met Michael. And she unloads and tells these stories that are shocking. I mean, I'm going to give you one example. That she would say that a celebrity would call up Arnie Klein and say, look, I'm having a party on uh, Saturday night. You're invited. Would you mind bringing 90 Percocets for the guests? We'll put them in a candy dish. And he'd do it because he wanted to be around celebrities. Mm. And she ends up just sobbing at the end of this interview saying, I don't know how many people we killed in this office, but I feel partly to blame. Wow. I tell you, uh, I got to pay you a, a compliment, your organization, uh, a compliment. I remember being on the air that day, and boy, TMZ had it first. And it, with just about every major celebrity story, some sad like this and some some kind of great stories, you guys are always first. And, and I wish you your investigative journalism is as good or better as any of the you know the mainstream news networks out there. So I, I got it's amazing what you guys do and what you find and who you get to speak to. It really is. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, let me briefly ask you, uh, we just recently saw your uh, special that just came Came out. It's available for, uh, on demand on streaming if people haven't seen it on uh, what happened to Richard Simmons. Boy, very fascinating uh, behind the scenes there. Mm-hmm. So you did some digging on, on Richard, who I guess recently posted on Facebook and told friends he's okay. That made me feel really good. I got to tell you that we had spoken with his manager as we prepared that one. And I honestly, I really, really, really wanted to make sure that we kind of honored him and told his true story. And we got what we got back from the manager was he was really happy with it. And that was really satisfying because there have been so many crazy rumors about why Richard Simmons just kind of vanished from public view. Um, and, you know, we spent a lot of time and care on that. And I, we were just really proud of that one. Yeah. And again, that's available on demand if someone's interested. But the brand new special premieres tonight on Fox. I want to mention that again, 8 o'clock on uh, Fox 5. TMZ investigates who really killed Michael Jackson. And like I say, TMZ is the best in the business. Harvey, it's great to talk to you, man. Thank you for coming on. Hey, it's my pleasure. I really appreciate the talk. Maybe if we open up your fridge right now, we would see uh, some leftovers. You know what they are. They're always in the Tupperware. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the back. Yeah, and sometimes people bring a weird dish with the saran wrap or the yeah. tinfoil over it. You come for a little holiday weekend barbecue. Don't do that because you can't stack them in the fridge. I know. And then you put it's something tough. on top of it and it smushes. Right. I'm guilty of that all the time. It's the I, go, worst. I don't know where else to put it. I'm going to put it on top of the saran wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Smush. You can't do it. You can't do it. So I know you get some food lying around. Story trending this morning about food, beverage, drink, and more. Food file. Excellent. It's food file. Every Tasty Tuesday. We examine these uh, trending stories, all having to do about delicious things for your taste buds and your belly. Mm-hmm. By the way, in case you're wondering, my uh, tongue is better. Oh, good. I had some sort of an issue with my gums and my tongue that they were uh, irritated. Yeah. They felt inflamed, but doing okay this morning. I think you were eating a lot of acidic food and drinking a lot of acidic drinks. Right. That's acidic, not Hasidic. Correct. Because acidic food is delicious, but acidic yeah. food is, is not great for me. We had some fresh tomatoes, which is very nice. Someone gave us fresh tomatoes. Yeah. I'm not sure that was great for me. No, no. Because they're so juicy and plump that... Yeah, the bourbon doesn't help either. So. All right. <laughs> Love the bulls. <laughs> Time for the food file. I could go for some, uh, I always like matzah. Oh, I thought you were going to say Passover. bourbon. Well, yeah. I could go for some bourbon with some matzah, and I'll tell you why. I was uh, spoiled. You know, I'd have a meatball sandwich. My grandmother used to make my lunch and stuff, go to school, and that was great. But, you know, day four of the meatball sandwich, it was Passover time. My buddy Brian would have uh, matzah with... Uh, like the matzah ball soup? 
No, not matzo ball soup. The matzo, the, the cracker, you know? Oh, yeah, okay. And you put uh, jelly on it and uh, marshmallow fluff. Oh. And sometimes I treat them like, you want to break the rules and have a meatball sandwich? I'll eat that. You guys yeah, I love I love me some marshmallow uh, fluff and jelly. Yeah. Never, I, I haven't had that, though, in 30 years. But, huh. So I wasn't kidding. I really like uh, Jewish food. I guess food. you do. Yeah. I had no idea. All right, yet another uh, controversy. Lemon lime Gatorade, actually yellow or green colored. Here are members of the oh. Tennessee Volunteer Football Team. I don't know what that is. <laughs> arguing the color of Gatorade at the game. Okay. And they posted this video. Now it's gone viral. Everybody has a very strong opinion about the color of Gatorade, okay? Mm. Is lemon lime Gatorade yellow or green? It's yellow. It's psychotic. Honestly, man, I'm not here to sugarcoat things, bro. If you think this is yellow, I need you to reevaluate your eyesight, man. <laughs> I need you to reevaluate your eyesight. That's fantastic. It, it is yellow, though. I'm, I'm th- I always thought it was yellow, yeah. I didn't think it, I'd never seen it. I've never heard anyone call it lime green. I, I didn't know there were other flavors. Isn't there? Of uh, Gatorade? I don't have no Are you idea. kidding? I don't think I've ever had Gatorade. There's fruit punch, there's grape, there's the blue. There's a blue one, the that's blue right. The blue one's fantastic. I don't even know what that's called. It just tastes like blue. It's so good. There's I'll tell you what I could go one. for, though, is some matzo with jam. <laughs> Delicious. Delicious treat, I'm telling you. There you go. This is the food file. Thrillist is ranked 24 classic donuts and coming in at number one, the classic glazed round mm. donut. Mm-hmm. Chocolate. Frosted number two, followed by Boston cream. Meh. Really? Yeah, even as a New Englander, I don't. Oh, eh. I love Boston cream donuts. Maple glaze, the very bottom, coconut cake, and mm. plain cake. That's that one I have to take issue with. There is something, listen, the plain donut can be a little bland, a little uh, yeah. a little dry, but you dunk it in some nice hot coffee. You know what? When Come you on. Get the plain donut at the apple orchard is next level good, and then you dip it in your hot cider. Oh, so delicious. Go. Mm. Oh. Exactly. I'm with you, Homer. I'm with you. <laughs> Here's a video posted online of a DoorDash delivery. Bunch of the food already eaten once it gets to the door. Oh, my gosh. And the uh, driver leaves a note. In my bag, I get this. Now, I know you noticed the fries gone. My drink to the top and everything intact. But again, my fries gone and a damn note in it. Open up the wings. The wings is damn eight, y'all. They ate. <laughs> <laughs> he the ate the wings and the fries. Never ate his food. Apparently so. He just left him a note and apologized. This is this makes me never want to use DoorDash or Grubhub or any of that ever again. That's so wrong. Please leave a review. Five oh, stars. Seriously. Tip if you'd like to. Wow. Well, if you head into the Dairy Queen, they've already put out their new fall Blizzard menu, and they get a couple of new flavors: pumpkin pie Blizzard. Yum. Oreo hot cocoa blizzard. Okay. Very cherry chip blizzard. Hmm. Coming back. Brand new items. Cinnamon roll. Reese's take five. And Ooh. Snickers. Oh my gosh. I gotta say, those sound pretty good, don't that they? That sounds delicious. Especially if you don't care about your teeth or your... <laughs> your waistline. <laughs> your, your waistline or your, your sugar anymore. Yeah, that sounds so good. You'd be riding that pony like Wilford Brimley any day now. <laughs> I'll take the diabetes. I'm saying diabetes. <laughs> Panera Bread has announced they're testing uh, AI and uh, artificial intelligence technology in their drive through lanes. Mm. They think this will make in and out of the drive through faster at Panera. Customers will interact with a AI, kind of like Siri, named Tori when they pull up at the drive through Interesting. Can I have your order, please? Uh, yeah, I'm going to have... I'm sorry, I did yeah. not get that. Uh, yeah, I, uh, can I speak to a person? I'm sorry, pull forward. I mean, can you imagine how that's going to go? No, they There's should... going to be people beating each other up in the line. You know what they should just do for the drive-thru is just have the touch screens like they do inside. So you have to drive up and you just touch your own order. Don't give me some weird yeah. robot. You, you know who's doing that right now? The bank. I, w- it's really not that hard. What do you mean the bank? Oh, you like go to a drive-up ATM, you push the button. Well, right. They give you cash. Right. We and can't I, figure this out for a, for a croissant. And I know you can order ahead on most of these things on their apps, but if you don't have that, they should just have a touch screen. You can welcome to Panera. Uh, yeah, mobile order for Rochelle. 
please pull forward. Mobile order for Ron. Exactly. What? what? Exactly. Just stop with this. Mountain Dewey's got a promotion going on. This is strange. I'm not making this up. They're offering a flyaway to Las Vegas. You get a free trip to Vegas, mm-hmm. and they'll bring you to one of the little wedding chapels. Okay. And you get married to a can of hard Mountain Dew. That's their, you know, their answer to White Claw and Truly and all of that. <laughs> You get married to the kid? Yeah, they say that this will not be a legally binding ceremony. <laughs> it will simply be a photo opportunity, but it will really happen with a real justice of the peace at a chapel. Stop it. Uh, you know there's going to be one poor sap named Connor who's going to be, uh, I'll love you forever, Hard Martin too. Please be my girlfriend. I've never seen boobies before. <laughs> well, he's in Vegas, so he's in the right place. You're in luck, Connor. <laughs> and Papa John's has a brand new football-shaped pizza, just in time for football season, and the pizza comes on. Un- Cut. So it's oh, just a ball of pizza. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. One slice. That's it. I'll what tell you what. Let's slice. let's bring in a moil to handle all of this. <laughs> Cut the pizza up for you. Bring some matzah. There It'll you be go. Great. Perfect. Food fall. Excellent. Full circle. I always uh, try and think of a goofy millennial name. And sometimes I say Tyler or, and I said Connor. And then I remember that Joe's son is Connor. So no disrespect, Joe. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't talking about but, your son. Oh, I know that. Well, you know what? When we, um, when we first named him Connor, yep. there were no Connors. It was, I was, there was nobody, I didn't know anybody who was named Connor, no kids. And then bam, it just like took off right after that. Yeah. Mm. That's got, how it always and, happens. And, and now there are a million Connors. Everywhere you go, there's a Connor. Can I uh, mention something to you? Sure, go ahead. The level on your microphone is super loud. Can we turn it down a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> You're hurting my ears and my fancy new headphones just a little bit. Well, maybe it's your headphones and not me. Now it's clipping a little bit. <laughs> Right now. How's that? How's that? That sounds good. Thank you. Isn't that better? Man, there's some real edge coming this morning. This is not the way we start the new fall season. You, you sound like... <laughs> no, I'm fine. No, that sounds good. The microphone sounds good. Right. No, I'm fine. I'm okay. fine. Don't worry about it. All right. Just check. Um, I know I talk a lot about the community we're living in. It's kind of an apartment, but it's also kind of a town square. Uh, town square. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, that's scary. Oh, my God. Woo. Freudian slip. Woo. <laughs> it's a townhouse. It's kind of a townhouse. Duplex. So, yeah. Stables. So, the way it's yeah. built is kind of uh, unique, which is one of the things we did like about it, like mm-hmm. the layout. But you can, at times, depending which wall you're on, hear what's going on up and down. And ours is the higher. So, you know, we've got right. the nice uh, deck. And we have people live... On the second, so their door is across. Does any of this make sense? No, it makes sense. So yeah. I'm kind of relaxing uh, this weekend, this past weekend, and we're just laying low for the majority of the weekend. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I'm just reading the news on the phone, you know, and I, I bought the economy, all this kind of exciting stuff. Very exciting. And I hear this. Yes. And I, at first I said, do you, do you have the, uh, <laughs> you got music on uh, in the background or something? I mean, that's definitely something I would listen to. So. Rochelle, Rochelle says, wasn't me. Uh-uh. And that was the song that we heard. It was that rap song. Yeah, Nelly. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. thumping, okay? It was it was more than thumping. I, I was standing I mean, It in- sounded like it was in our place. This is down the stairs and across the way. Right. You were in the, you were sitting in the living room. I was yep. in the kitchen and my legs started to shake. Are you I serious? Mean, yes. I was standing there and you, I, you could actually feel the vibration was, they were through the floor. Shaking. They were shaking. That's how loud it was. And I just, I could not believe how, what was happening. You said, uh, I think it's the, uh, I don't want to say her name, but it's a lady, very nice lady who lives, has very a nice. bunch of kids, lives down uh, on the first level there. Right. I said, well, okay. You said, I, I'm friends with her. I'll, I'll text her and I'll, I'll mm-hmm. in a joking way, I'll tell her, 
Turn your damn music down, right. okay? I did. I now, granted, to... this was in the middle of the afternoon, yeah, so it it's was... not like uh, you know, it's not like it was late at night. It's not like it was a wild party or anything. Right, but... right. No, I texted her and I said, "Is that Nelly?" I hear <laughs> question mark. Yeah, that's what I said to her, and she said, "Do you want to come down and find out?" And this is amazing to me. You know why? Because if I complain <laughs> that there was noise coming from a neighbor's house, their yard, or whatever, then the police should be involved. They're like, "Yeah, he's <laughs> harassing me." But with you, it's like, well, "Why don't you come down? Let's party together." Yeah, yeah. So you went down there, and she apparently had just bought a. Uh, new pair of speakers and was trying them out. She she just wanted to see it, this how loud they'd go. Yes, this was crazy. Pretty loud, lady. Was, Pretty loud. It was one speaker. It wasn't a set. It was one speaker. And she was like, "Do you have sensitive ears?" I said, "Well, kind of, a little bit." She goes, "Well, plug your ears." And she turns this thing up so loud, like she had glasses above her shelves. They were shaking. Ding, 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 ding. I was like, "Oh my <laughs> god, that's insane!" She was like, I, you know, she didn't plan on listening to it like that all of the time. So she's just testing it out and figures it's the afternoon. Right. So what she wanted me to do was then to be her, her guinea pig and go upstairs. And she wanted to see at what levels she could go to without getting a noise complaint. So she was testing the levels as I went back upstairs. By a little sidebar, it's funny now. I guess you're right. It used to be when you get a stereo, there'd be two speakers, you know, for left and right. Right. And now they've got all the bows, those little pills. Yes. They're just uh, the beat speakers, just one speaker. This was not little and it was not one of the, it was like a, I think it was probably a DJ speaker or something you put in your car. Seriously, that's a was it was tall it was like went up to my stomach it had lights on it it was i mean it was legit it was amazing did you know that when i used to uh dj parties and that sort of thing i had speakers that were like four feet tall i had two of them that's what this was okay i I couldn't believe how i'm i couldn't believe how. let me tell you those suckers i don't know about today they're probably not made the same way these were made out of solid wood and then covered with uh, cloth yeah they were at least 50 pounds to carry i'm sure and they used to have the big boxes the crates of cds and records in those days because i didn't have the cd oh man that was hard work i should have charged more money back then (laughs) but i'll tell you what though just like this lady you crank that thing up you you hear you in a different state it was so loud i know well that's she had it uh kind of cornered in her in her living room and all i could think was is you're gonna blow out your glass like it was just, i mean it was so loud Rochelle was, comes back upstairs and i said what's going on down there and the first thing you say before you fill me in like you just did you say uh, i gotta tell you units exactly the same as ours much cleaner so clean <laughs> place is spotless you can eat off the floor she is she is so nice she's got Three kids, and yep. all of them always have friends over. And I, I never hear them, by the way. No, this is the first time I've really heard any noise they, coming from their place. They're extremely respectful as far as noise. And, and that's why, you know, when she did that, I was like, oh my gosh, that's too funny. But she, her house was spotless. And I said, I can't believe how clean your house is. There's only two of us most of the time in ours, right. and it looks nothing like this. And she shows me the side of her fridge, and she's got a by hour chore list for her kids <laughs> all summer. I was like, whoa. <laughs> now she didn't uh, have it loud very long no. but we were watching that uh, Elvis movie that just came on demand yeah, yeah, so we yeah. finally saw it I decided I'd get back at her so I start cranking up uh... <laughs> hey grandpa upstairs has got his music going too she got the rap music I got Elvis uh-huh. doing hound dog you're, you're so cool <laughs> did you see that the uh, the last guy from the monkeys Mickey Dolenz mm-hmm. who's a very nice guy by the way met him once yeah um uh, has sued the government, the federal government. Let me just say that sentence again. <laughs> the guy from the Monkees. Yes. You know, hey, hey, we're the Monkees, Daydream mm-hmm. Believer, those Monkees, mm-hmm. the 60s band. The guy from the Monkees, Mickey Dolenz, is, sold, is sued the U.S. government. 
How do you even do that? How he, do you file a suit again? <laughs> you walk into your local courthouse and say, I'd like to sue the government? Well, I don't know that he's personally. I'm sure he can hire an attorney with I know, his, I just uh, with his I'm you, a believer money. You know what I mean? I wonder how you start that lawsuit. <laughs> well, he's been uh, involved in legal wrangling with the government mm-hmm. using the Freedom of Information Act going back about a decade. Now, I don't know exactly how he found out, but apparently uh, they learned, he learned... That the and I think other members of the band were still alive ten years ago when they started this. Mm-hmm. That the FBI kept a record on the monkeys because oh. in the late sixties when they were tour, I guess they had uh, you know anti Vietnam stuff, oh. and so because of that, <laughs> Uncle flagged, Uncle huh? Nixon decided to open up an FBI file about uh, anti American activities by the monkeys. Interesting. And I mean, say wow. say what it, say about it what you want, I guess. Mm-hmm. But there's an FBI file, so he filed with the Freedom of Information Act and said, I'd like to see. You know, the band would like to know what the government has on them. Right. And I guess after a certain amount of years, they become classified if they're not... Uh, oh, really? I, I guess. This is what I'm putting together okay. by this. So he filed, and he they kept telling him it was too classified. We can't release... classified? On the monkeys. What were they doing? We can't release that information. So now he's just suing the government, saying this is ridiculous. It's impossible that you could have anything to be classified. We're not, you know, enemy right. combatants. We, we're the friggin' monkeys, okay? We don't have uh, uh, alien in our beetle. Like. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, that's... That lawsuit is now pending against the government. A judge is going to have to decide if the government is withholding based on the Freedom of Information Act. It's very interesting. You thought Trump was up to some yeah, stuff. wow. The monkeys are involved in litigation. <laughs> you know what? Hey, hey, they're the monkeys, so. We have, uh, I looked this up, there's some other uh, famous people who you may or may not be surprised to know there are allegedly mm-hmm. uh, files, FBI files on. John Lennon, oh, Yoko Ono. Okay. Paul McCartney, the rest of the Beatles. Mm-hmm. There's files on them. Helen Keller. Really? Well, sure. I, mean, I can't imagine. Why would there be a file on Helen Keller? I don't I don't know why there would be she a file. She was known for being deaf and blind, right? right? I, I don't know why there would be a file on anyone, but that, I, I don't know. I don't know. Tupac? <laughs> okay. Now, that crim- they never really solved that murder, right? The, no, uh, the rapper he, that was killed? Yeah, he's... John Denver? <laughs> and again, I, I would imagine that's similar because he used to speak out about uh, sure. you know, activists. Yeah, mm-hmm. anti uh you know, environment protection and sure. that kind of thing. Marilyn Monroe, that well, one I understand because she was with Kennedy. But yeah, that's wild, right? Celebrities who have an FBI file. It makes you wonder, even as a, you know, just as a regular citizen. Right. Is there a file somewhere? Oh, I'm sure. They they say when you post things on online and on if you post on a forum like Reddit or something, to be right. careful what you post because obviously they're able to access your information and anything that you put online, it lives there forever. Yeah. So, I'm sure there are just everyday people walking down the street listening right now that have an FBI file. And I don't know how you'd find that out. I don't know how they even know that they have those. So like in 2005, if you went on Facebook when it was first starting out and you said, uh, I tell you what, I don't like that Bush. I'd I'd like to punch him if I saw him. Does that mean that there's a file about you? Probably. I mean, it's free speech, though, isn't it? It is free speech. But when you say something that has to do with inflammatory about a political leader or something like that, and you know, especially nowadays, you just never know what. You know, the people with the guns and the school shootings and everything. I think anything that has a red flag, they probably have people pulling it and say, let's keep an eye on this person. I don't know what good it does, but. What can can they possibly have on the monkeys? Okay. (laughs) The monkeys. You know what I mean? You don't know what they were doing. What do we have on Hanson? Do we have anything on Hanson? Again, you don't know. How about the Bay City Rollers? You don't know what they're doing backstage. Come on. Could be some crazy stuff. Could have been Marilyn Monroe. Who knows? Could have been Marilyn Monroe. (laughs) Who wasn't she with? It's amazing for a woman, God bless her, has been dead 60 years and we talk about her like every other day. Yeah. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Very relevant stuff. Okay, here it comes. Perfect segue. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good luck to Mickey Dolan's and the monkeys in their battle against the government. I Mm -hmm. I love that he's fighting the man. Yeah.
Go the for monkeys. it. Go for it. Time for hashtag mom. It's every morning at 72920. We got a whole backlog of these from the holiday weekend. So thank you for connecting with us and using that hashtag. We love hearing from moms and grandmoms and sometimes dads. Yes. On what it's like being a mom. Were you keeping the kids under control this holiday weekend? Hmm. Georgia Olson said, I just dropped my five-year-old off at school. And as she walked away, she said, don't worry. I won't say the F words. <laughs> Somehow that was kind of comforting. <laughs> I say the same thing to Bob, the guy that owns the place, every time I see him. <laughs> don't worry. We'll I won't say the F words. You'll say them, but you'll bleep them. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Elise Breakwell said, please keep me in your thoughts as I attempt to learn the proper names of all the construction vehicles for my two-year-old. Sure. It's excavator. What do you call that? What do you call that? <laughs> Nurse Blues 41 said, the TV just said, everyone's looking forward to the start of the school year. And under her breath, my 15-year-old daughter says, that's a load of bull. <laughs> <laughs> My mom says, you're a backhoe. I was telling him about equipment. That's what it was. <laughs> Careful what you say in front of the kids, yes, you know. And also yeah. the FBI. Yeah. Hashtag mom. God, that's every morning, 720 and 920. Thank you for staying in touch. We always enjoy the little uh, Facebook comments and such uh, over the holiday weekend. Uh, thank you, by the way, Uncle Ross, for filling in yesterday morning. Yes. So he does a great job when he sits in. You can connect with us anytime. Robbie and Michelle on the morning page, 1071theboss.com. The show is streaming on demand there at your fingertips. You go back to show number one, which is one year ago, believe it or not. Really? Yep. The one year anniversary is just a couple of days away. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing the show for, I think oh, it's seven years, right? Seven? Uh, something like that. Six yeah, or seven, yeah. but the, the one year here based at the boss. So all the podcasts right up there or wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. And you can connect with us on all the socials. Shoot us an email. An email? Is that the, is that French email? Is it your Oh, I am at suckleyblue.com. Yahoo. Is it Emer? Emer. I don't have email, I have email because I am French. <laughs> have a baguette. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right, time for Robbie and Michelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know on this back to business two day morning. Number five, check out this uh, anchor. Matter of fact, French Canadian anchor up in Quebec. Her name is Farah Nasser. And she swallows a fly in the middle of a news report. Oh, no. A national emergency has been invoked. Has been invoked by the weather oh in Pakistan. The extreme weather is alarming. Hit the Gretchen reports. Oh my gosh, she kept I going. Said, Man, God bless her. That's a broadcaster right there. Oh my gosh. Wow. Farrah, you get a job here anytime you want. That is impressive broadcasting acumen to be able to pull that off. I can't believe she kept going. And she's on camera because it's yeah. news. Can you imagine? So everybody knows it happened. Oh, my God. It's a little harder when we catch Joe Burpin on the air because, right. you know, we're only hearing him, not seeing him. Right. You're pretty sure. But, you know, if he's on camera, you can see you can see the oh, burp happening in real time. That poor girl. Now, they say that we consume, whether we mean to or not, uh, yeah. bugs and spiders, this sort of thing, all the time. They say at least eight a year. Isn't that is wild crazy. to think about? But here she clearly knows it happened. We all see it happen. And she kept going anyway. And it wasn't a gnat. It was, I mean, it was a fly. It was a fly. fly. It was a fly. (laughs) Farrah, you are a pro. Good for you, girl. So gross. Number four, the most expensive guitar in the world. Well, according to loudwire.com, which is a a music website, Mm -hmm. they list all the most expensive guitars. Number one, Kurt Cobain's acoustic guitar that he used during that MTV Unplugged. Okay. You know that famous uh, TV special? Yes, yes. Worth $6 million. It was last played by Kurt in 1993. Wow. And there he is on that Mm. uh, special, so... Could be yours for $6 million. And I think uh, this is kind of like, here I am talking about Marilyn Monroe again, mm-hmm. kind of like the dress. I don't think this should be in a private collection or, I mean, this should be something that's at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? I mean, it's Probably. a famous, famous deal. 
Probably, but you know, if someone has six million and they're a collector and they own it, then I'd like the dress. No, my nephew likes guitar. I'll let him play it. It's like, don't give him Kurt Cobain's guitar just because you got six million dollars. You if, know, if Kurt Cobain didn't have a will or have someone to leave it to, oh. then it's it, it is what it is. Well, he probably left it to Courtney Love. Well, and she didn't handle it. Well, you know? but who knows? <laughs> Number three, this is strange. Sigourney Weaver is going to be back in uh, Avatar: The Way of the Water. This right. is that new Avatar show. Mm-hmm. This is not Avatar Two, right? This is a show that they're doing. I uh, know. I think that's the... I think there's a show. Oh, there is. Okay. I think it's a Paramount show. Okay. But she's also back in Avatar 2, but this is, uh, Mm -hmm. I believe, a prequel to the Avatar movie that she's in. Okay. And here she plays her character as a teenager. James Cameron convinced her that if they put the the dots in her face, it'd be able to do the de-aging. Oh, that's weird. Oh, boy. She said she thought the whole thing was stupid and she wouldn't have done it if she wasn't friends with James Cameron, but (laughs) the fans seem to uh, be buying it, so... Yeah, and you know, if James Cameron asks you to do something, I guess you probably... James, can you take me down to the Titanic so I can go deep diving and see it? Yes, seriously. Thoughts to go great. through Rochelle's head yes, during yes. conversation. <laughs> Number two, a new poll has asked to how many people you have kissed romantically. Now, this is not giving your aunt a little peck on the cheek you know, at the holiday barbecue. This is how many romantic smooches have you had. Mm. This is both men and women. And the uh, average aggregate number was somewhere between five and ten. It was seven for men. It was eight for women. That's it? 20% of uh, people said that they had kissed more than that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think mine probably be hundreds. Romantically kissed? Yeah. Really? Sure. Hundreds? Yeah, because what's the big deal with a kiss? I understand there's more consequences when you get beyond a kiss. Hundreds? But with a, with a kiss, it probably hundreds. Again, this really explains why your mouth was hurting so much last week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Gross. That's right. I have cold sores. That's, that's right. disgusting. Fantastic. Hundreds. Maybe not hundreds, but maybe a hundred. I don't know. A hundred? I would think so. I went through a period there where i kiss anybody. Sure. <laughs> Wow, okay. We're going to leave that there. Maybe maybe 15. Let's say 15. Is that better? You went from hundreds to 15. I'm just trying to backtrack. Uh-huh. To get, trying to get uh-huh. out of the grave that How's I'm currently feeling? standing in. Not, not great. <laughs> yeah. Bonus story for you. CNBC listed the seven most affordable states to retire. Spoiler alert, none of them are Florida, mm. Michigan, Tennessee, the top two. Interesting. So okay. we move back to your old hometown. Hey. You'd be saving money. Listen, the winners are minus 15, but it's cheap. Not everywhere. Yeah. Not everywhere. <laughs> you think how relaxed you'll be playing golf, watching TV, minus 15, seven feet of snow out there. It's great. It is great. Thank you. Number one in the market for a $5 million Bugatti W16 Mistral Roaster. Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah, I am actually. Sad news, only 99 have been made by the company and they're already sold out. Buyers of this limited edition Bugatti are going to even have to wait after spending all that money. They have been sold through 2024, so... At $5 million a piece? Yep. If you were able to outbid somebody else, get on the list for one of those 99, you're not even getting it for a couple of years. You know, we talked about this when we were talking about houses last week. I think it was last week. Who are these people? You have $5 million to spend on a car? Yeah. What are you doing? And imagine, what am I doing with my life? Imagine a carriage hitting your bumper at Target. You're pulling up in that thing? No. <laughs> no. I'm sorry to hit your door. Yeah. $5 million car. That's crazy. I don't know why, but this reminds me of, uh, you remember that whole mess where uh, Conan got fired from the Tonight show yes i remember one of his last episodes he was doing this bit where he was going to spend as much of nbc's money as he could <laughs> so he was playing uh, like copywritten led zeppelin music oh really and squirting uh squid ink on a bugatti on a bugatti <laughs> yeah with a, a a replica mona lisa in the back seat <laughs> i think it was a bit but i've always oh wondered oh my god that was very funny that's crazy he's like you're welcome comcast that's nuts tuesday world famous celebrity birthday file mm, pippa 
Pippa Middleton, she's 39. Idris Elba, 50 today. Very talented guy. Remember Macy Gray? She oh, had that, yeah. that big hair. Mm-hmm. She's 55. Rosie Perez, she's on that flight attendant show. Jeff Foxworthy, very funny man. He's been on this show. 64. Roger Waters, guy who was just in town for Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. Celebrates. Joanne Worley from Match Game. She's 85 today. Wow. National Read a Book Day and Coffee Ice Cream Day. My. Oh favorite flavor. Yeah, mine too. By the way, so Look at that. I like when I get a little coffee bean in there. Mm-hmm. It's like a cup of coffee and a Kona ice cream all in one, babe. <laughs> so good. Joe, speaking of uh, Match Game, a friend of mine posted that he was watching uh, an old episode of uh, Match Game and somebody said, uh, I can't remember what, what he posted about. It was the woman was married. And he said, why is she on a show if she's already married? And he goes, no, Match Game was not a dating show. Wait a minute. Have you not heard of Match Game? So that kind of broke my heart a little bit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh, These young right. kids, they don't watch the uh, Gene Rayburn, you know? It's not, no, they don't watch Gene Rayburn, no. Gene's not big with the TikTokers. No, so. I don't think so. <laughs> but he should be, because that show was great. That was a great show. That and the Newlywed Game. and uh, Newlywed Game was really fun. That was hilarious. i got to be honest with you, this is probably an unpopular opinion, but I'm not a big Bob Eubanks fan. I always thought he was, uh, he'd kind of leer at the, uh, especially the female guests. I was, I don't know, he made me uncomfortable. A little skeevy. Yeah. A little skeevy. Dude, like, I love Richard Dawson, but he kissed everybody on Family Feud. What's that? Well, gross. Talk about how many of you kissed Yeah, I know. That's right. I should shut up. You're right. Tens of thousands. <laughs> well, he wasn't kissing him romantically. They're oh, on I, a know, game I, show. Know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I don't even want to think about how many that's been with me. That's been a few. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Sometimes Joe lets out these little nuggets and you go, wait a minute, what? I started, when that? you were doing that, I started to count them up. I'm like, oh, wait a minute, hold on. You're using your toes. Let's stop. And then some. <laughs> wow. Oh, no, that's 20. No, less than 20. No, no. Probably about 15. Yeah, I mean, that's respectable. What was the average? Seven? So, yeah, 15 is fine. I think, yeah. It's twice as much as average. But hundreds. I was kidding. It's not hundreds? hundreds. I was just being, trying to be funny. Nasty. Yeah, it is nasty. That's actually pretty gross. Yeah, you're right. It's don't, disgusting. Don't call me Richard Dawson, whatever you do. It's <laughs> not a romantic what? kiss, though. I mean, oh, no. by the cheek. Trying to be funny. It's not funny. It's nasty. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, apparently that didn't go the way it was yeah, planned. Okay. But that's kind of the norm around here. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just turn the garbage. I just hope you weren't listening to Kermit last night. That's a- <laughs> yeah, well, that's a different story for a different time. <laughs> it's He Said, She Said with Robbie and Rochelle. For most kids, today, back to school day, I know some went back last week or even uh, the tail end of the week before that. I guess it depends on the district. Right. But uh, most kids back to school today, so we're thinking about those uh, school days, golden rule days. Mm -hmm. Did you have a favorite teacher? You think back, especially those of us been out of school a long while. You think back, you have a favorite teacher or a memorable teacher. Yeah. And then why? Why do they stick out? What do they do? Yeah, I understand maybe it's just they were great. They encouraged you, and that's a fine answer. Sure. Or, or maybe they had some sort of quirk. Maybe you remember a teacher used to pick his nose or, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know, whatever mm-hmm. it was. Maybe they had kind of a weird thing on their desk. You always wondered what the deal was there. Yeah. There's a teacher who was super mean that you never forgot. Yeah. Well, I had several of those. <laughs> the teacher that sticks out in your mind. Maybe your favorite teacher. My favorite teacher of all time was Mr. Nyholm. Mm-hmm. Loved him. I'm actually still friends with him on social media. <laughs> Seriously, one of the best teachers I ever had. And I started, uh, I took his first class my sophomore year of high school. And every year that I was in school, I made sure to take a class with him. Sure. And I remember he used to collect cows. And he had cows 
everywhere. You mean a little, like, little figurines? Little figurines. He had stuffed animals. Coffee he mug had with a cow on coffee it. mugs. He had picture frames. I mean, <laughs> thousands of cows. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. Thousands of cows in his, I mean. Wait a minute. Was he a science teacher? Was that the deal? He was a speech and drama and, and huh. English teacher. But he just had this weird obsession with cows. A I big mean, milk they, drinker? Well, every year after my sophomore year of high school, every week or so, I'd take a cow. And I'd bring them home, and I'd steal a so cow. So you were slowly uh, stealing, kleptoing yes. his cow yes. collection. And then my senior year, my last day of class, <laughs> I came into class with a, a tote. It was like, like a laundry hamper, you know, the stand one, filled with his cows. And he had <laughs> no idea I had them for three years. I was taking them from no idea. That's how many he had. You had a tote of cows. Yeah. Loved him though. Oh. I seriously one of one of the greatest greatest guy. He just made learning fun and oh, you know, nice. sometimes you if you have to get up in front of a class and do a speech or do something silly, it can be really nerve wracking, especially when you're awkward in high school. And he just he never made you feel like that. He would honk his cow at you or he'd throw <laughs> a piece of chocolate at you or I mean he he just made it really fun and easy. And I I'd I, probably get you in trouble today honking your cow at kids. He would. He had this cow and if you if you'd say ah, oh, he'd go and he'd go moo and you'd you'd say ah uh, during your speech. He just made it fun. I can give you stories all day long, but I, I tell you what, I'm just thinking today about, um, I guess it'd be first grade, because Grayson's heading into first grade, mm-hmm. and that was the day that I uh, first came to school with glasses on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you go in and you worry that kids are going to make fun of you, you know? Sure. And luckily it turned out okay, but I remember I had Mrs. Deneen, and she was probably about 105 then, <laughs> so, and I remember, I think I've mentioned this before, she had a map that still had the USSR on it, you know? So, That's amazing. Which was had changed, so I guess it wasn't that. Uh, <laughs> I guess it wasn't that long ago at the time, but yeah. Anyway, I never forget Mrs. Dineen. She was a sweet old lady, very old school. She made you feel good about wearing your glasses. Yeah, like she just was, was very the... sweet. You know, you just mm-hmm. felt uh, like everything's going to be fine when you go in with all that anxiety. You know, right. put you at ease. Right. Seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four to call or text. Same number. Maybe you're driving the kids to school right now, or you just dropped them off at the bus stop. Seven seven four forty four forty four. You can also text. You can also go to Facebook. Answer right there under the graphic. One seven one. The boss, your favorite teacher, most memorable teacher, back to school. Who was it? He said. She said. And classic rock keywords are back right after nine o'clock. Got your first, your very first keyword this time around. We did them last uh, fall. Mm-hmm. And here we go again for another chance at big money. By the way, we just wrapped up the secret celebrity. Congratulations again to Robin and Lacey. She picked up nine hundred twenty-five bucks, just shy of a grand. It's a big win. For uh, Shep Smith, Celebrity Voice Number 10. And here we go with these classic rock keywords. Your chances from cash, 250 bucks. So listen for all the words. We'll do the first one at 9, and Michelle's got one at noon. Dozen will do it at 4, and then Kane will do it at 7 o'clock tonight. And you listen to us 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. Yep. Uh, give us all those four words back. Instantly win 250 bucks. Mm-hmm. A little free money. All right. The brand new fall season of Robbie and Michelle here. 1071 The Boss. He said. She said. It's a brand new school year. Who is your favorite teacher growing up, going to school? Maybe your most memorable teacher, teacher that stands out in your mind? Richard said, my auto teacher from high school, Mr. Morrow, he taught me how to weld, paint, basic maintenance. Very grateful for that knowledge. Do they still do that now? You know, shop classes? Yeah. Sort of thing? Yeah, I think those are great skills for mm-hmm. kids, even if they don't become a mechanic, just to know how to do stuff. You know? I honestly think that should be something that's required. Yeah. It's one of those things that it, it, you need to know how to change your tire and put air in it. And I mean, because I don't have a clue. I wish I'd had a class right. like it's, that, it's and I never took that. It should be, you know, they. I don't know. I don't know that they still do like a home ec class, but yeah. they need to do it, that, those basic things need to be learned for sure. Yeah, we got a text from five five eight six that said, Miss, "Mr. Raferno, my music class teacher, made me love music." And Michael and Tom Zuber said, <laughs> "Here it comes, Mrs. Stewart, my eleventh grade teacher. She had beautiful boobs. She was my favorite." Okay, 
Thank you, Michael. Hi, it's the boss. Hey, Robbie, it's Bobby. How you doing today, brother? Hey, my friend, how are you? I am doing well in this rainy day, which we need badly. Yes, um, yes, yes. I want to get to my, uh, my most memorable teacher in high school, and that would have to be Mr. Hernandez. And why is that? He taught, he taught Spanish. Uh, but he had a he had a little difficulty with really saying the English words. He was from Spain, old school, older man. Always came in a suit to school. Uh, anyway, he used to say, "Take care of all the f- of the bitches," you know. <laughs> say, now, what and was he? What was he? What did he really mean to say? He meant to say folk. To the beaches. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> That's and funny. then he used to just call me Bob, Robert, you know, but he called me Bob. 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 Hey, Bob. Hey, Bob. Well, thank you, Bobby. Appreciate you sharing. All right, man. Appreciate thank- your show, both of you. You Th- guys rock. Thanks, pal. Thank Take care. you. Hi, it's Boss. Hi, I'm, you call, I'm calling about the most memorable teacher I had yeah. in high school. He was Mr. Lee. He looked like Rod Stewart. I went to an all-girls Catholic high school. Oh, he, boy. Uh, it was in the 80s. <laughs> he had the big hair, and uh, he wasn't wearing leather pants to class, was he? No, well, he was wearing, like, tight jeans. He had the skinny tie and all. It was crazy. <laughs> Some and guys I, have all the luck, all huh? girls Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> and he looked, I mean, it's crazy. We went to an all-girls Catholic high school. Get you a little excited in class, did he? <laughs> uh, I don't know if you want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> See, you thought it was just the boys. Not I paying guess. attention in class, huh? Your most memorable <laughs> teacher, your favorite teacher in school. His first day of school for a lot of kids. It's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. This has been fun today. Back to school day for most kids. Talking about the most memorable teacher growing up. Teacher stands out in your mind. Maybe it's your favorite teacher of mm-hmm. all time. Maybe you just say, hey, they made a difference for me. Got me focused. Maybe his teacher had something funny, kind of a little quirk, something they would do in class that is just unforgettable. 732-774-4444. Call or text or Facebook. Jack said, my sixth grade teacher was the greatest teacher I ever had. He was an incredible educator, cared and guided for every single student in his path from teaching to a personal friend now for over 30 years. That's great. That you love when great. that happens. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Seth said, my fourth grade teacher was by far my favorite, Mrs. Sam. I was a terrible student, but she always made things seem easier for me. <laughs> <laughs> and Nicole said, Dr. Benson, my undergrad English professor, was the best teacher I ever had. Wouldn't have my degree without him. Every, I didn't really like him very much. I would say I had a guy, Dr. Love. He was the, His uh, name was Dr. He's Love. He's the, uh, what are the principal of the junior high school. Dr. Love. That was actually his name? Yeah. That's fantastic. I think he went on to work at a college out in Chicago or something like that. You didn't like him, though? I mean, he was just kind of pompous, you know? Mm-hmm. He's one of those people you say, Mr. Love, it's Dr. Love. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? Listen. I mean, I guess. If you you're, know, like, first of all, if your last name is Love <laughs> and you have a, yeah. a doctorate degree. But he's, he's this tall, skinny guy, bald guy, he had really bad skin, mm-hmm. you know, so. Did you ever have a teacher that you had a crush on? No. No? No, not a crush. Really? I, I hated school, so I just wanted no There was of- no teacher, no teacher aide that you ever had a crush on? Not that I can recall. Mm, okay. No. I'll tell you, I did. Um, <laughs> The, uh, the principal of my high school uh-huh. is like second semester, senior year. I'm just itching to get out of there. And I don't know what I was doing. There was a, He taught this class. It was supposed to be interesting but easy is what everybody told me because you could sign up for what you wanted to take. Right, right. Uh, depending on the category. So like social studies or a couple of different ones. I remember sure. he taught a class on extremism. So they talked about Stalin <laughs> and Mussolini and that kind of thing. Sure. Right? And it was, so it was, you know, history, nothing nothing heavy. I right. didn't buy the book. Okay. So I would take notes, you know, here and there when I thought I needed to. But he wasn't, it was just mostly lecture. Right. So I remember I'm sitting there with my feet up, and I'm just kind of going through the class, and 
It was like right out of a movie. He put the he he taught with the uh, like the stick, a, like the stick with the mm-hmm. chalk at the end mm-hmm. of it. So he came and he pulled my whatever I was looking at down, my book down. But it wasn't while the book your for feet the class. Are up. Yeah, well, my feet are up on the desk in the back corner of the room, and he goes, uh, "Excuse me, Mister." And I said, "Yeah." He said, uh, "I have a question." I said, "Yeah." He said, "You even got the book for this class?" I said, no, no, sir, <laughs> no, I do not. And he goes, "Impressive," and I managed to get an A minus. You oh. did. Yeah. That is impressive. As long as you can pass the test, who cares if you get the book or not? I didn't need to read it. No. I got it. Mussolini was bad. I got it. It was World War II. Bad. We won. Bad. We won the war. He lost. <laughs> and now he's dead. Good for you. That's all I needed to know. Good for you. <laughs> Michael Brown. Never forget the guy. <laughs> Dr. Love. Hey, let me ask you this. We were talking earlier about uh, your favorite teacher, most memorable teacher. Joe, you got one that stands out in your mind? Because this is the first day of school, you know, for a lot of kids. Oh, I know it is. I had a nun in first grade who I just loved. And I know it's first grade, it's early, but her name was Sister Joseph. Yeah. Apparently, everybody else in the class hated her. But I Because, <laughs> you know, as you meet these people later, you start talking about different teachers and stuff. Yeah. And I'd say, Sister, Sister Joseph, and you go, what? <laughs> um, um, she used to walk down the aisle with a... And these are first graders, right? She used to, this is how it, things have changed, right? She'd walk down the aisle with a black crayon. And if you got something or you were misbehaving or something, whatever you were working on, she put a black X on it. Ooh. And you had to bring it home and have it signed by your father. Oh my God. <laughs> you don't want to upset sister. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. Then had another one in fifth grade, Sister uh, uh, Therese. She was great. Oh, man. I remember her. She she was tremendous. But, uh, but man, I tell you, though, that was funny. I remember that. I never had to do that. Now, I went to uh, prep school. So I had kind yeah. of a different experience. But I did go to uh, Catholic school on Sundays to get First Communion and Confirmation and all of that. Right, right, right. And right, I'll right. tell you, just I was blown away by what a bunch of little SOBs the kids were <laughs> in Sunday school. And you hear about how tough the nuns can be. Every one of these yeah. kids deserved the rap on the knuckles with the ruler, let me tell you. Bunch of yeah. punks, punks, a bunch of punks. Well, they didn't want to be there. You yeah. know, that was the thing. Most of them just didn't want to be there, but their mm-hmm. parents made them, you know. I remember there were days when we would come in, We they used to call it, or we were CCD. Yeah. And the kids would come in, uh, we'd come in on Monday, and it would take us like half the day to put the classroom back together. Because <laughs> these kids would kick the bottoms out of the desks and oh right. yeah. all this stuff. Oh, yeah. It was it was wild. And, um, and you know, like I said, the, the, nuns, the nuns taught them, too. I was like, how come they, you know. How come they get away with this? And if we, if we even whisper in class, we get in trouble, you know? <laughs> yeah, it was culture shock for me because I went to school, you know, Thaddeus Hurston the fourth, and then you go to Catholic oh, school. Yeah. And I'm really like, hey, hey, sister, whack him. He deserves it. That's right. Bash him right over the head. Absolutely. <laughs> But well, the worst they ever did to me was put me, they locked me in a coat closet once. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The, the, the nun did that? Yeah, they, there was a. Well, it sounds worse than it is. There was a, there was a big giant closet in the back of the room, and you'd walk in one side, then you hang your coat out, and you walk in the other side, and uh, and they would make you sit in there on the books that they weren't using. And then another thing in high school, between the inner and outer doors of, of our high school, yeah, there was a there was a glass doors, right? And then in the middle there was a heater. <laughs> they they used to call it the hot box. Oh, wow. And That's they used to make us sit Joe. for like 20 minutes in the hot box. <laughs> You're kidding. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was character building. It, it was, was awesome. not. Yes, Are you it was. Kidding? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dude. And, you know, we used to laugh. <laughs> Go to the hot box. <laughs> um, but, you know, oh it was. It, it was, probably was character building. <clears throat> it oh, it definitely yeah. was. And it wasn't that bad. You know, you sit there for a couple of minutes and I'm sorry, sister. Okay, boom, back inside. <laughs> 
<laughs> in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. I thought oh, my, yeah, my uh, during lunch detentions were bad. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, we didn't have detention. There was no, no detention. No, no, no. Mm. And they dealt with it right away. <laughs> <laughs> no waiting. <laughs> Wow. Well, Mr. Nolan, Mr. Monahan, Mr. Marino, please report to the athletic director's office. Oh, God. I don't even know who the other two kids were, but I could just tell the three of you goons were trouble. I could just tell hearing their names. All sweating it out in the hot box together. Yeah. Right, there's oh, Nolan and Marino man. screwing up again. Well, the other two are big-time uh, North North Jersey, uh, 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 cor- not corporate, trial lawyers. Big oh. time. Mm. They got the big houses down in Seashine yeah. Heights, right? Yeah, making a bazillion. No, 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 no. Down in Long Beach Island. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they make a bazillion dollars a year. Both of them. Here I am on 107.1. Oh, board. shush. <laughs> How dare you, sir? You need to just spend a little more time in the hot box. <laughs> That's what it was. I'll put you in the hot box right now, Nolan. That's right.